Welcome to Connect Through Beauty 2.0. My name is Ashley Rivera, and I am so excited that you joined us today. I'm Krista Bartik, and we are here to help you navigate the challenges and embrace the mistakes that come with this rewarding but demanding industry. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, our goal is to provide you with the knowledge and inspiration you need to help you level up within your career. talked about examples of what could cause burnout. And uh, Krista was talking about long work hours, talking about doing the same service on clients, you know, just getting into this little rut that you kind of are doing the same thing over and over again, could be kind of boring, and just not exciting anymore. Um, You know, work life balance, your surroundings, your environment, is it a positive environment? Is it negative? How is it weighing on you? And client expectations. You know, a lot of these things really speak to you as an individual and how you're feeling and how you're coping. So I want to definitely dive right into examples on how you can adjust and pivot to these, these things. Yeah. So let's start on our first one, long work hours how we can actually overcome that, what we can do in our business to make sure these long work hours and these weekends don't drive us to burnout. I would suggest giving yourself at least one Saturday off a month. When I was searching for salons, when I first started in this industry, the salon that I'm currently at, I was interviewing there. And that was one thing that they said that really spoke to me is we give all our employees one Saturday off a month to have time for yourself. And that spoke to me on another level because that told me, hey, these people, these my bosses, they care about me outside of work. They just not only care about the money I'm bringing into the salon. And I know people in this industry who haven't had a Saturday off for like two or three years. And that just blows my mind. So mm-hmm. having a Saturday off a month and blocking that time, don't allow yourself to book clients there and do something for yourself. I would also suggest at least getting off early one night a week because working really long days can tend to feel like a routine and set you into a rut. So having a day where maybe you get off before dinner and you can make it home and have dinner with your family or you know, run some errands afterwards and do something for yourself is what I would suggest to overcome those long working hours. It doesn't downplay the way things used to be at all. If anything, it's, it's taught us so much. And again, we just evolved and, and you came into this where we're at right now. And I love that. It, I came in the industry at a really fortunate time because it was when the industry was starting to make that shift. And I'm really lucky and I'm really fortunate to have found a salon who saw that shift and was diving into that before it was, you know, as big of a thing as it is now. And, you know, like I said, when I first started there, we had one Saturday off a month. Now we are giving all our employees every other Saturday. So now we have even more flexibility and we're growing and going in the right direction. And I encourage everyone listening to do that for themselves and bring up the idea to your salon owners if you're in a commission salon, because if you're happier and you're filling your cup up outside of work, it makes you come into work and fill other people's cup up even more than you could imagine. You're ready to go. Your mindset is positive and it 
uplifts the people around you as well. You go to check your client out up front and they forgot to pre-book their next appointment and you know you really like them and you really want to get them in so you're coming in an hour early to accommodate them or you're staying an hour late to accommodate that client. Mm-hmm. Set the boundary and say no. No is a sentence as a whole. We don't need to explain ourselves. We don't need to give a reason why. It is okay to say no and give and put yourself first. I refer those clients to my cancellation list if they can't get in because, you know, hey, since you didn't pre-book your appointment, mm-hmm. I unfortunately don't have any hours to squeeze you in. And I let them know if I were to squeeze you in, I feel like this puts pressure on me and your service. And it is my job to make sure your hair is as great as it can be. And doing this is not going to allow me to do so. So let's recommend putting you on the cancellation list and let's pre-book your next two appointments. That way we make sure this problem doesn't happen again. Perfect. I love that. And you're, you're actually, what I hear you saying to me is I'm valuable. Like my time is valuable and you're important to me too, as a client, but as a professional, you have just handled that perfectly because your time is very valuable and precious and you have to own that in the you know in the beginning when you're building speak to that speak to that a little bit how would you how would you what advice would you give someone that is in the beginning of their building stage and they're kind of like they don't have these habits yet they don't have really much of anything yet in place what would you say to them just starting out? Starting out, I think you have to start out by saying the habit. And I think that's what sets it apart because when we get in the habit of accommodating clients in ways that don't accommodate us, that's it's hard to break that habit. So I think if you're starting out, now is the time to start doing that because it's going to shape how your career and how your job is going to look as a whole your clients are gonna respect you. They're going to pre-book their appointments. And when you say no, you're putting yourself first. And I think starting out in the career is the right time to do this versus being an an experienced stylist and then just now starting to set boundaries because it's gonna be really hard for those clients that you did accommodate to understand why you're suddenly putting this boundary up. So starting out from the beginning, it's really important to practice that. Love it. So now I feel like that kind of leads into client expectations as well. Uh, You know, when we talk about work-life balance and setting that boundary, that boundary also comes within our consultations as well with our clients. Mm -hmm. Not every client is going to be a good fit. And this is something I wish somebody sat me down and shook me until I understood when I first started, because we're people pleasers. We want everyone to be happy. And it's really hard to experience not having a happy client, especially when you love what you do and you show up to work every day so excited, you leave feeling defeated when you have those clients that give you so much anxiety. So when it comes to having that client, that's maybe not a good fit, how to recognize that, because I know I've had a few in the past. Um, and this goes into another topic with that we can talk about in the near future when it comes to firing a client. But if you have a client on your books that every time you see their name and your stomach drops a little bit 
and you know exactly what feeling I'm talking about because yeah. I know we all have one of them. That client right there is not meant for you and that is okay. It is okay to let them go because for you to show up to work and see the clients on your see the clients' names on your books and be excited to see them, that's important. When you see that name that gives you that hit feeling in your stomach, that's what gonna that's what's gonna drive you to burnout because you are doing things that you do not enjoy. Therefore that is going to lead you in the wrong direction. Absolutely. It it also is on your mind the entire day. So yes, the entire only, day. The entire day. So not only is it affecting you in the moment of that person coming in, but it's affecting your entire day. Most of the time, it's affecting your entire week because you know you're yeah. anticipating this person walking in the door and oh my gosh. Yeah. That's such a great point. Totally remember that. It really is more than just the one that one client at that one time. It really does affect your whole week, your day as a whole, and then your focus isn't on the client who's currently in your chair. Your focus is on the client who's coming in in four hours, and that's not how it should be. Well, it's not fair. It's not fair for you. It's not fair for the client that's in your chair now. I mean, none of it is fair, right? So it just doesn't make are you going to have people that you don't 100% love in your book yes we're not talking about those people we're talking about someone that actually really is just a toxic person that's coming in and really taking advantage of you just someone that does not respect you at all whatsoever you know yeah there's always going to be like one person that has like their thing and okay, I can get past that. And, you know, things, that's just a part of being in the business. But when, you know, when you have that person that's just really toxic and affecting your all day business, then that's, that's just not good. I love that you pinpointed exactly which client we're talking about, because, you know, we're not going to bond with every client and there will be little things that each client, you know, we're kind of, ah, you know, it makes us a little, (laughs) A little we could probably have a whole podcast on that. The one, <laughs> really that's late, the one that's late that shows up with the coffee. The one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the list goes on. The list goes on. But it's yeah. not those clients no. that we need to let go. It's the clients no. that cause more harm than good for a very long period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that can definitely go into our next topic as well. Um, performing the same services. If you are in a routine and you are constantly doing the same thing, you don't feel like you're growing. You feel stuck. And that feeling of being stuck is probably one of the worst things you can go through, especially when you are looking for so much growth and you have so many dreams that you want to follow. So when it comes to performing the same services, something I would suggest to that stylist out there that's listening is take a class, take a new, learn a new technique, do something you've never done before. And this is something when I travel and I teach, I actually say this in the beginning of every single class. If you do something you've always done, you'll get the result you've always gotten. I'm going to say that one more time. If you do what you've always done, you'll get the result you've always gotten. Therefore, it's important for us to shake up what we're currently doing And try something new. Get out of our comfort zone. 
because when we're not, I'm sorry, when we are comfortable, we're not growing. And it's so important to do that. So taking that class and getting that inspiration will drive you to do that or taking a model. That's one of my favorite things to do. I take a model and I do something that I've never done before. And I take pictures and I make a whole day out of it. And it gets me feeling inspired. It gets, it gets me for the next step. It's, it's my favorite thing. And people are always like, oh my gosh, here's Krista. She's here at the salon on a Sunday. But I love those days because I'm doing something and I'm challenging myself and ask yourself, when's the last time you did something new? You know, it's, it seriously, like, I'm like trying to think, I'm like, oh yeah, when was the last time you did something new? Like, oh, well, last week I tried a jalapeno for the first time. I mean, something so simple, but yeah, (laughs) you know, something so simple, but trying new things and doing new things is going to get us out of this routine, which will help pull us out of that burnout feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. It's something that sparks something else inside of you. Yep. You just have to do it. Yeah. Literally. That's, that's the only thing you have to stop thinking and just start doing. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing when it comes into chasing your dream and, you know, doing something you've never done before is by not taking constructive criticism from people who have constructed nothing. I think that is such a big thing with that is, you know, take advice from those who are currently living in the shoes that you want to be in. And I love that you say write it down because it's such a simple task. And I used to look at writing things down as like, a, oh, whatever, that's silly. Like, I don't need to do that. But putting it on paper is really putting it out there into the universe and just allowing you to really focus on where your dreams are and, you know, what you need to do to get there. It gets you feeling good. It kind of lights up this fire inside of you is how I like to describe it because it really is such a great feeling where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You just need to jot it down and then revisit it when you're ready to finally take that step and just do it. Yeah, absolutely. And then also it's actually, it's actually scientifically proven that when you do write something down, your brain starts to say, oh, you're interested in that. Okay. Do you ever buy a new car and now everyone in the entire world has, has your car? Yeah. You like that. You never saw that before, but now mm-hmm. that you invested your time and your energy into that new car, now everyone has this car. It happens. It, it happens to me all the time. And because of that, you told your brain, I'm interested in this. I want, I want that. So when you start to say, I want to be an educator, I want to start being more organized you know when you first start to think about that it's going to start to show up in your life where you didn't really see that before because you didn't say i'm i'm interested in that it's very important to say things to write it down to be specific on what it is that you need to do next or want to do next so you know we talk about recognizing the burnout Now you've recognized it. Now you can see it. Now you understand it. How are you overcoming it now? Now we're going back into these tools and the arsenals of all of these things that you can start doing to overcome it. Now that you start overcoming it, what are you going to do next, right? So like, how are you going to implement that overcoming your burnout every single day? Gosh, I love it. We're we're full of positivity. It's incredible. 
It's, I love, you know, connecting with you and having that positive outlook on life and talking about all these positive ways to improve maybe some negative situations in our current life. And with burnout, I feel a negative work environment can also lead to burnout, you know, surrounding yourself around the right people and me sitting here right now with you and us talking about this. I mean, this is bringing so much positivity, not only into the lives of people listening, but my life as well. And I'm, you know, so thankful for that. So when it comes to having a negative work environment, like what would you suggest to that person listening where maybe they just don't love the people they work with, or maybe they don't get along with one specific person? How do you overcome that? Yeah, I love that. So I think you need to number one, get clear on what it is that is making you unhappy. So is it one person? Is it one specific person that you just Every Thursday I work with this person, I just don't get along with them. I'm, I'm really dreading Thursdays. You know, can you go to them and just have a conversation? Is it, is it very simple like that? Is it something, of course, that that conversation is going to be scary. It's going to be hard. But that's what, this is what you need to do to take ownership of your life. And, and it starts just with these little things saying, you know what? I recognize that the both of us are not on the same page. How can we come together professionally, get along, and just kind of how can we make this smoother? And hopefully that that solves the problem and it becomes a little bit better for you. You know, that's one example, but is it the environment? So when you walk in and you just feel the negativity, and, and everyone understands what I mean. You've walked into a room before and you can feel physically the energy that's in the room. And if that energy is not meeting your level of energy that you need, that's, that's definitely a sign where a change needs to be made. So what is the change? Is it the change that I can go to my, my manager, my owner and say, look, you know, something in this environment is not right and I'm not comfortable. I'm really considering not being here anymore because of it. Because I need to be, I need to come to work and I need to feel good, high energy, excited, you know, be in a positive environment. You know, and, and if that's not the case and you feel you can't do that, then I do think it's time to start looking for a place that does fit your needs. Because not every, not every place is going to be for you. And that's mm -hmm. totally okay. There's so many options out there. The industry is endless. So many possibilities. And I think it's important to get clear at what it is I need. What do I need as, as an individual, stylist, esthetician, massage therapist, you know, where, wherever I'm at in my life, where do I see myself being? Maybe even write that down. What does your environment look like? Start looking for that. Yeah, I love that. I love the way you worded that as well of addressing it to your manager or to your boss, because that's a really tough conversation to have. And mm -hmm. you worded it so beautifully on like, hey, this is where I'm at. This is how I'm feeling. What can I do or how can we overcome this? Because obviously we don't want to just say, oh, on to the next place or on to the next salon. And, you know, it's really pinpointing like what exactly the problem is and asking yourselves like, am I the problem? Like, is it the way I'm viewing it? You know what Just I mean? Sometimes that. it's, we tend to, you know, throw like a 
flamethrower, you know, at certain things like, oh, this person, that person, but really sitting down and saying, okay, what is it that is causing this feeling? Or what is it that's making me not want to be here and how I can fix that? And like you said, too, there's, there is a right fit for everyone, of course. And, you know, if you're at a place that maybe isn't that right fit, then I do suggest seeking, you know, another space that would better support you, your goals and um, you as a person, but taking a moment to really recognize what it is that's not fulfilling your needs and how we can overcome that. Yeah. And I think, I think exhausting every opportunity possibly can to stay is, is good thing because you're right. It could be you, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's hard. That's hard to see. Um, but be the person that, that can take that in, that can take that comment that comes back, be ready to maybe take that comment that comes back to you. You know what? Maybe you feel this way because of X, Y, and Z. Because every time you come in the door, you're, you expect all of us to act a certain way. I don't know. Who knows? You know, and, and maybe that's something that you just got to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I do expect a lot from other people. And I don't think I'm putting my, my due diligence in. So who knows what it is, but I guarantee at the end of the conversation, you will have a very clear answer on where you need to go and what you need to do. I love that. Being open to that feedback. Incredible. Well, we talked about a lot of things that can cause burnout. And then in this episode, we went over how to overcome those certain things. Now, I love this series on burnout. I think it's great. We're opening that conversation to the beauty professional, and I'm so excited for everyone to listen. Our next episode is going to go into routines. What we can do to kind of get into this routine and help us make time for ourselves. These are a lot of great tools that we just supplied today. However, I feel like there's more things we can do to help overcome that. So stay tuned for our next episode talking about routines, and we'll see you next time on Connect Through Beauty 2.0. Hello everyone, it's Ashley Rivera. I just wanted to let you know about Canvas Me. Have you guys heard of this platform yet? Oh my goodness, talk about a game changer. If you are a salon owner and you have trouble recruiting, this is the platform for you. So go to canvasme.com right now, sign up today. You will not regret it. The people that I recruit on this platform are incredible. They are our people. Every salon has its own culture. And guys, you as a salon professional out there, you're looking for a salon to join. This is the platform to join too because now you can look for your home, your place, the atmosphere, the environment that you want and you've been always envisioning. So guys, check it out right now, canvasme.com. You won't regret it.